Welcome to the Horizon Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Our mission as a church is to win people to Jesus Christ, disciple people in Jesus Christ, and send people for Jesus Christ. If you'd like to learn more or partner with us, simply go to horizon.org. We hope this episode encourages you in your walk with Jesus as you continue to grow in His love and truth. Now, let's join Pastor Bob as we study God's Word together. Gosh, church, turn to Proverbs with me. Uh, got some things on my heart that I'd love to share with you. And then next weekend, uh, sort of a little bit of a part two to this prophecy update, if in fact we happen to still be here, someone shout amen. I would love the opportunity next weekend to speak into our lives from God's Word. Uh, three prophetic miracles next weekend that I believe God has shown me that He has done and desires to do again uh, for His people. So that'll be next weekend. This weekend, I don't know where else you're going to go. I don't know where you're going to turn. Twitter's down. The news is rigged. Where are you going for truth? other than to church and to open God's Word. Come on, a hallelujah, everybody. Praise God for that. I know there's a ton going down, a lot of people tuning in. What a week it's been. Wondering where your focus has been. We could spend a lot of time, and I think it would be an incorrect use of time, discussing politics. We could talk about all sorts of conspiracy theories. Probably the scariest of which now, as of late, We could very well now be in the midst of a cyber civil war, right? Um, Enormous amount of fear, enormous amount of confusion. Um, Make no mistake about it, an enormous amount of profits, like in the billions of billions of dollars that's being made right now because of COVID-19, My question is, are souls being added to the kingdom? We cannot, for the remainder of however long it is, become fixated on the Antichrist. We could spend our time and spin our wheels talking about all sorts of crazy nonsense that's out there. I'm not saying it isn't out there. It's out there. There's a thing called Luciferis. You ought to look it up if you're not familiar with it. It's a bioluminescence. I'm aware of it. It's out there. could spend a whole lot of your time talking about it. Hydrogel, artificial intelligence, nanotechnology. Does the vaccine permanently affect our DNA? Is this the rollout of some type of an attempt of a human 2.0? Listen, in order for the Antichrist and all of those things would line up into his agenda, in order for the Antichrist to be revealed, first of all, the church needs to be removed. The church, according to Scripture, this is Bible, is holding back, and we need to hold our ground to stand firm in the truth that we know is real. We need to be fixed on God's Word, and we need to be filled with His Holy Spirit going to talk about 2021 a little bit today and the entrance of just this brand new year this you know what it is it's the 21st year of the 21st century that would be called golden 
And what will we be focused on this year? Jesus puts it this way in Luke 21. Everything will kind of have a bit of a, a 21 angle to it this morning. Jesus says in Luke 21, 36, watch therefore. Here's what we ought to do. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all of these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Well, that's about to happen. So let me give you a verse. Sort of sums up my heart for us gathered together and going into this brand new year. It's in Proverbs. Anyone want to guess? Proverbs 2021. Proverbs 2021. Bob, what does that say? Look what it says. It's on the screens. Read it with me. Come on, let's read it out loud. Ready? Go. An inheritance gained hastily at the beginning will not be blessed at the end. What a verse. What a verse for a brand new year. I really want you to meditate on it with me this morning. I want you to think about it with your families. Gals, guys, someone get the phone. Listen, an inheritance gained hastily. Listen, I, would, I wouldn't want you to work so hard and endure so much, live through all of these challenges, navigate all of these hurdles. Listen, I'd hate for you when it's all said and done to miss out on the reward. I pray that you would resolve where 2021 is concerned, and I pray that you would do it joyfully, that joyfully in community and fellowship, gathered together in the name of Jesus, we would resolve for the rest of our existence to live for the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, church? A Sunday morning, amen, amen? Amen. Listen, I would hate for you to miss out on what's in store. He says to us, his bride, I go to prepare a place for you. That where I am, you may be also. We need to be fixated on this. This isn't our home. This isn't, I love this country. But you're beginning to see signs of the beginning of the end where this nation is concerned. And yes, that should concern us, but not to the extent that we're left homeless. We're pilgrims here. We are citizens of heaven. We're going to launch into this Philippian series together a week from Wednesday. Grab those study booklets. I, I pray that you'd get all geared up and ready for it because it is amazing to me, again, the timing of the Lord in giving us a book such as that. Written by Paul in prison on the joy and encouragement we have in knowing where our true home is. Our true home, be resolved, be resolved to say fixated and focused on that, lest instead you end up thinking it's all about here and now and miss out on all that awaits for us then and there. 2020, I'm, cert I'm certain that you, you would agree that, that it added a bunch of new words to your vocabulary. Like not even the fullness of last year as a, as a, as a, as a, as a whole, but like the second half of the year, all these words were being added to your, to your, to your, to your daily vocabulary, like social distancing. Like, what, like ah, I know we have to do it, and we're doing it now, and we're doing it here, and we'll do it as long as it takes, and we'll be our best at, 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 at getting through it and, and, and being safe. But can't you wait? 
Don't you just kind of hope 2021 somehow comes along and strickens that word from our vocabulary? Like it isn't needed anymore. Wouldn't that be great? Amen? Another word came along. Zoom. There's a four-letter word for you. That one came along. Can't wait for that one to evaporate, right? Or flattening the curve. Like that's all new, new vocabulary. Well, I guess it was around, it was around before as a weight loss term coming out of the holidays. But now this whole idea, I mean, the one that probably hits me the most is this one here. Unprecedented times. Can I just take issue? These aren't unprecedented times. These are times to which the Lord has declared would come upon us. These are predicted times. These are promised times. Jesus informs us of these very events, this very day, this very week, this very hour, and not to be deceived is how his list of predictions begins in Matthew chapter 24. He says, don't be deceived, church, by these things. There will be, here's precedent, there'll be pestilences. There will be lawlessness. He sets the whole thing out for us so that when it comes, we gathered together wouldn't freak out and say, it's unprecedented, man. I've never seen. This is precedented days. It's his word to us. And his word is not only promised, it is vowed. It is God's word. It is not just a prediction. We'll see if he's right. It is ensured by the very word of God, precedented days. You want proof? Turn with me to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy is, is like Jesus warning his disciples in Matthew 24. 2 Timothy chapter 3 is um, the Apostle Paul doing his best to now warn a young church, a young pastor named Timothy. Writes to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and warns him of these things. Look at verse 1. You got it? You got it? Say got it. But know this that in the last days, perilous times will come. That just moves it entirely for us, gang, moves it out of the unprecedented category, like stricken that right now, into you can count on it category. Perilous times will come. Here's the list. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, verse 4 says, traitors. Incidentally, we're up to number 15 if you're keeping track. Guess how many there's going to be? Anyone want to guess? Traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people, what? Come on. Turn away. Look at the exclamation point. Turn away. It's like a warning from Paul to Timothy. Watch out. You don't want to be on that list. You don't want to be those who would now line up with what is described by Paul as a list of 21 signs to avoid. 21 signs to avoid in 2021. How's that? 
In addition to 2021 being pretty cryptic, I mean, 20, 2021, you guys, anyone remember? It's sort of the date of the end of the world for old Mel Gibson and Mad Max. It is. 21 is that age, you know, of coming into one's own. 21 is a sign of culmination. I wonder what this year will have in store. I wonder what we will be focused on. I wonder what our purpose will be beginning right now. And hopefully now in seeing the list of saying, well, my purpose is not to be on that list. I don't want to be one who is just in love with himself, a lover of money, boaster, proud. We've seen enough of that this week. I mean, right? It's just like off to a start this year already is. We need a secure footing into what Scripture would declare how we are to live, how we're not to live, right? Both. A culmination of things that would stir our hearts in realizing that we have never been closer to the end. There's a little teeny book in the Old Testament. It's okay, you don't have to look it up. You can later if you want. It's called Obadiah. I know, it'll take you 20 minutes to find it. Here's what's interesting. It talks about the internal warring and strife that takes place within the nation of Israel. Not an enemy that comes from the outside in, but an implosion that takes place internally. Obadiah, one chapter long, 21 verses. Maybe it would be worth us finding it together somehow, sometime, and saying to the Lord, how can we together as a church, as families, as marriages, in the raising and nurture and admonition of our, of, our, of our sons and daughters and grandsons and granddaughters, avoid the very warning of 21 verses given to us of how a nation can entirely implode upon himself as it is described in the book of Obadiah. You know, there's 21 chapters to the Gospel of John. Probably the love story of love stories, the Gospel of John. In fact, many of you remember these, these, these walls in the courtyard being filled with scriptures of the Gospel of John. All 21 chapters. Remember that? And we all, we all committed uh, to, to, to sponsoring a verse so that the Gospel of John could be translated into other languages. And we did it three times. We did it for the Anabon people off of West Africa, a little island of, of nuclear waste that had never read the Gospel of John in their own language. And so we took those 21 chapters and translated into the Anabese language and then did it again for Robo, which is this tribal dialect at the base of the of the Himalayas, a, a graveyard of missionaries, it's called. And we did it again for the Golden Triangle up in Laos and Burma and northern Thailand. And here are the 21 chapters of John. Oh my, for 2021, are you kidding? That would be epic for us to be fixated and focused on that more than some agenda that's being crammed down our throat or removed from the platforms of our social media to be focused on making sure that we are grounded in the truth of God's love for us as the love story of the Gospel of John and its 21 chapters would declare. Do you realize when you get to Romans chapter 12, 
which is a turning point in the, in the book of Romans. There are 21 verses to Romans chapter 12. I know a lot of 21s this morning, a lot of 21s in the sense of this is our opportune time to sort of step into the reality of what the Lord has for us in the divine appointment of calling us to live for him in such a time as this, the 21 verses of Romans chapter 12, some of our Horizon uh, Ministries, I couldn't be more proud of them, are actually committing these 21 verses in Romans 12 to memory. You might want to join them. I'd highly encourage it. Ironically appropriate, there are 21 chapters to the book of Judges. Remember a couple of years ago, we studied here at Horizon in our midweek men's and women's study. We went through the book of Judges. And, and you'll recall it was one of the darkest times in the history of Israel. 21 chapters in that book of Judges. And it ends, many of you will remember, it ends with this alarming, overarching declaration that says, and there was no king. And the people, do you remember what it says? And the people, what? Did what seemed right in their own eyes. The 21 chapters of Judges, the 21 chapters of John, the 21 verses of Obadiah, the 21 verses of Romans chapter 12, we would read together if we kept going of the Israelites committing 21 rebellious acts towards the Lord during their wilderness journeys between Egypt and the promised land. They would commit 21 Acts of rebellion against the Lord. In Daniel chapter 10, do you remember in Daniel chapter 10, Daniel's crying out for help, he's praying, and as much as I love this country, I think that it would actually do us great value to get to the point where Daniel finds himself in, that this isn't home. Daniel is living for the Lord in Babylon. And hello, wake up call, so are we. And in Daniel chapter, tw in ch chapter 10, he, he, cries out, he cries out for help. He does. And, um, and 21 days go by. And Michael the archangel, not just any angel, Michael the archangel finally appears and says, Daniel, you're the man. Dan the man. Dan, the moment you prayed is the moment... I was put into action, but, but I was held up, brother. I was, I was held up. We're told in Daniel chapter 10, he says, by the spiritual powers of darkness in Persia, I was withstood, the archangel Michael, for 21 days, going to war. And then finally, after that period of delay, responds to the needs of Daniel. In Genesis chapter 29, we're reminded that it took Jacob 21 years. Not 22, not, not 20, not 20, 21 years. It took Jacob working for Laban to ultimately obtain the the, the wife of his love. The first seven, he thought he was going to get Rachel. And oops, right? Remember? The veil comes off after the wedding, and it's Leah, the older sister. And he's like, 
what is up with this? And Laban says, oh, yeah, one thing I forgot to tell you, the younger never gets married before the older. And Jacob's like, how, how do I get the younger? I want the younger I love, Rachel. And he's, oh, that's going to cost you another seven years. For another seven years, we're told that he, he works hard labor for Uncle Laban. And, and then another seven following that, three periods of seven for Jacob, totaling 21 years. And yet the Bible says it seemed to him as if, I love this, it seemed as if it was only a few days because of the love that he had for her. I pray, I know it's hard, I know it's rough, I know you feel isolated, there's a lot of loneliness and depression, suicide is off the charts, I know, but I pray that in the midst of it, you would sense that same devotion and love for the Lord your God, that it would just seem as if this period was but a few days for the love that we have for our God. There were 21 years between the time that Jesus entered the temple when he was 12 to when he completed his earthly ministry at age 33. 21, something's up, church, something's up. Something numerically with this year that I believe God is desiring to do Maybe better said, something he's desiring to do again, to accomplish for his people. Jesus would use the word angel 21 times. The word flood appears in Scripture 21 times. The word star appears in Scripture 21 times. Angel, flood, star, all signs. All signs. Many times signs of warning or a message, a messenger. And here the Lord is desiring to get the attention of his bride, to get the attention of his church, for something is up in a culminating year of 2021. My anniversary, incidentally, happens to be on May 21st. I know that not, might not mean anything to you, not necessarily a sign, not a sign from God, unless perhaps I happen to forget about it. That would be a bad sign. I won't. It's now on tape. It's now archived. Um, we learned a few months ago on the backfield that the 21st letter in the Hebrew alphabet stands out with great significance. The 21st letter in the Hebrew alphabet is the letter Shen that appears on every single doorpost and mezuzah throughout Judaism. And the kids on the backfield crafted with Steve and Leah and Kelly and our children's team that do such an incredible job. They made mezuzahs that weekend and took them home to their own houses that there would be on the doorpost of their bedroom or their front door or their kitchen a reminder. And that 21st, 21st letter in the Hebrew alphabet shouldn't just be on some doorpost somewhere. It should be right here on the doorpost of our hearts. Right, the letter Shin, the first letter in the name of Almighty God El Shaddai, should be right here. The greatest honor that we could give to him is to make room for him in our hearts 
and to declare that he is our Lord most high. He is our El Shaddai. You know, the highest honor, our nation's highest honor for a soldier that has fallen is the 21-gun salute. Isn't that fascinating? Why not 20? Why not 23? Why 21? 21, 21 21-gun salute. And it all goes back to the tomb of the unknown soldier, to which even right now, even as we speak, and every day and every night, 24-7, 365, there is a soldier posted, and posted there, the sentinel will look at the tomb of the unknown soldier without moving or saying a word. He will look at the tomb for 21 seconds. He then turns and pauses for 21 seconds and takes 21 steps forward, reaches the other side of the tomb, and the pattern begins all over again. Every day, every night, storm, sleet, wind, snow, hurricane, tornado. The sentinel repeats it over and over and over again to give honor. We need to give honor every day, not for an hour Not for a moment of devotions, but with every step, with every breath, with every thought, our heart should be devoted to him. That soldier, in his 21 steps, in his 21 seconds, in a 21-gun salute, is giving honor over and over and over and over again. It began in 1921 on Memorial Day. And for every day since, in fact, on Memorial Day, In 1921, four unidentified soldiers were placed side by side in identical caskets. And a random person was chosen to select one of those identical caskets at random and chose the third one from the left, to which now there's an inscription on the tomb that says, and I quote, here rests in honored glory an American soldier known but to God. These are precedented times that he knows about. He knows everything about that unknown soldier in a tomb of of, of great honor in Arlington Cemetery in Washington, D.C. And just as the Lord knows that, he knows your every move. He knows your every thought. He knows the number of your days Your days are precedented by the Lord. Hallelujah. He is in charge. He is in control. This is a precedented year that is set before us in which, listen, all sides of the dice add up to what? One plus two plus three plus four plus five plus six equals 21. By chance? Not by chance. Not by chance, church. Not by random, not unprecedented, foreknown, determined, and chosen by God to the glory of his name. Let him be Lord of all where 2021 is concerned. Well, Bob, are you saying that it's over in 2021? If you're playing table tennis, it is. If you're playing blackjack, it is. If you got a little basketball half-court game going on, it's played to 21. So I would say it's time to get ready. But more than any passage that I have alluded to this morning, the one that 
grabbed my heart to which I truly believe would be the most fascinating passage for us to be fixated upon and, and pointing people to as we enter into this year, best by far, would be Revelation chapter 21. That's what I'd love for you to do, church, on this absolutely beautiful, glorious, Lord-blessed Sunday morning. I don't necessarily want you to turn to it. You can if you want. But rather, I'd love for you to stand with me. Let's stand together. And even if you're at home, stand with us. Come on, just because you're remotely watching doesn't mean you can't participate. Swallow your pride. Stand up off your couch in your PJs. You got to give it up for all these folks that got dressed and came here to the courtyard for church. I'm telling you what. But don't be so proud that you won't join us from home. The least you could do is mute the game. And maybe instead of reading along with me, I'd love for you just to stand in his presence with your eyes closed and visualize this. Because this is home. You want a prophecy update? The best I could do would be to make sure that our hearts and our minds and our lives are focused not on here, but on where our true home choked up. Because as we began, my heart would be heavy for you in the sense that I don't want you to have lived so long and worked so hard and done so much only to miss out on the reward that's for you. And here it is. Declared by John, the beloved, in Revelation chapter 21. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There'll be no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying, no more pain for the former things have passed away. And then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Happy New Year, church, new. New in 2021, he said, Right, for these things are true and these words are faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I'm the beginning and the end. And I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. And he who overcomes shall inherit all things. Can you just imagine that with me for a second? How about this? Just with your eyes closed, standing in the presence of God, how about this? How about palms up? Come on, receive that with me by faith. What did he say? What did he just say to you? You will inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. 
I pray you'd receive that this morning in all of its glory, in all of its fullness. Because the cowardly and the unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and the sexually immoral and the sorcerers and the idolaters and all liars will not receive it. They will have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues came to me and talked with me and said, come, come and I will show you the bride, the lamb's wife. Church. Are you seeing this? Not with your eyes, but with your heart. You're this bride. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and he showed me the great city. Just picture it. The holy Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God. This isn't a fairy tale. This is true. This is real. This is precedented. Having the glory of God, her light was like the most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. And she had a great and high wall with 12 gates and 12 angels at the gates. The names written on them, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel, and the gates, three on the east and three in the north and three on the south, three on the west. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations. On them were the names of the 12 apostles. He who talked with me had a gold reed to measure the city and its walls and its gates. And the city is laid out as a square. Picture it. Its length is as great as its breadth. He measured the city with the reed, 12,000 furlongs. He measured its wall, 144 cubits. According to the measure, he's specific. It's detailed out. As are the number of your days. He knows your thoughts. Every concern that you have. John says, I, I, I saw and it was... It was glorious, but there was no temple in it. No temple for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city had no need of a sun or of a moon to shine in it for the glory of God. Come on, illuminated it. The Lamb is its light. Glorious church this morning, bride of Christ, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Receive that. Palms up this morning. Receive this as to all to which you and I should be fixated upon and living out with all meaning and purpose this year in 2021. And all the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light. The kings of the earth shall bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall never be shut all day and all night. There'll be no night there. And they will bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. But there shall by no means enter into it anything that defiles or causes abominations or lies. But only those whose names are written in the book of life. So I don't know. I don't know about you. Going into 2021, I would most certainly want to declare to you that it is time to make sure that your name is in that book. That's home, church. That's where we spend eternity, church. And that book represents relationship. 
You have reservations if your name is in that book. Ever gone to a restaurant and it's packed out? I know, remember those days? And there's this line of people wanting to get in, but there's very few tables, but there's something you know that the people in line don't know. What do you know? You have reservations if your name is in that book. So may it be this book, this vision, this promise that guides your heart and your life and your marriage with ultimate purpose this year. Lord, may we live for you in 2021. May we be led by your Holy Spirit. May we lean into your word together. And anyone who's on the fence, it's time to jump into your arms right now and realize these are predetermined, precedented events that are taking place. In them, Lord, we do not look to some political party. We do not look to a president. We are citizens of heaven. We are here serving our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our platform is not Twitter. It is not Parler. It is not Facebook. Our platform is the rock of ages. Our vaccine, it is the cleansing blood that he shed for us on the cross, church. Come on, raise your hands. Give him praise. God, may the things that you've shown us, things that need to be avoided, be avoided in our hearts. Lord, the things that you have shown us to live for, may they come alive in us like never before. May we turn off living for temporal things and declare together 2021, the golden year of eternity is birthed in our hearts. May your love and your life and your sovereign purpose and spirit and grace be alive in us like never before. For we declare, Lord, you are our God. And we are here to trust and obey and follow you. Come what may, we're in, we're yours. To the glory of your name we pray. And all the church said amen. Come on, let's sing this together. Sing it out. Thanks for joining the Horizon Church podcast with Pastor Bob. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast channel. And if this message has blessed you, please share it either directly or on social media. If you live in the San Diego area, we'd love to have you join us at a weekend service. Or to catch our live stream, visit horizon.org live every Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. Pacific. If you'd like to learn more or partner with us, simply go to horizon.org. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We'll see you next time.